Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary, and all the superstar patrons, uh, what up? Uh, thanks for supporting the show. Here's the podcast that puts you to sleep. Let's get on with it. Hey, you only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep we do at the bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm gonna do the rest what i'm gonna try to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake uh, whether it's thoughts feelings uh, like physical sensations emotions noise travel you know, things you're, you know, anything you're dealing with. You might not be home. You might be dealing with stuff. You might be dealing with stuff at home. You might be dealing with the past, uh, present, or future. Maybe you just read something uh, or whatever. Uh, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you from that. That's kind of what this podcast does. Keep you company and distract you. Uh, so, And the way I do that, the whole idea of the safe place is I want you to feel welcome and, like, you know, safe place to say, like, a welcoming place. Say, hey, I'm glad you're here. I say that a few times. I try to. Uh, and, well, the method, like, also I get off topic. So the way I create, like, the way I try to distract you, I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I use these lulling, lulling soothing, mumbling, uh, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, superfluous words, like a superfluous, gratuitous, and superfluous use of gratuitous and superfluous, and uh, like a r- ridiculous, uh, like attempts at a humor, hum- humor-like uh, wording, or words like just like it's a bit of a word, like a word. What is called word jumbles. Uh, my mind's like a humor jumble. Like if the podcast was actually a thing you could look at and uh, you'd say, or I would say, I guess I would say, well, there's some humor in there. You just can't quite see it. Like uh, just like a word jumble, you say there's words in there. Uh, you just can't see it. You got to like uh, at some point, like, uh, it, well, I guess the humor in this podcast, it never leaps out at you. It may, you know, maybe grow, you know, a bit like if you, I'm the humor, I'm the moss of humor. And you say, Scoots, usually with a metaphor like that, you introduce some woods-based thing. And then you could be the moss of humor, but you just interject a moss uh, in there, random. And I'd say, yep, random interjections of senseless metaphors. That's what this, by the way, brain, before you start, try start to start making sense Remember what you're dealing with, one, because I don't know, I couldn't even say that sentence. Uh, but two, I got to get to these new, if you're a new listener, sorry, excuse me, my brain, Super Ego and Id and the other ones, too. Uh, pardon us. Uh, if you're new here, welcome and glad you're here. This is a, let me set a couple of things up for you. So this is a podcast. So this might be the first thing that, that's disorienting. It's a podcast you can listen to. And that you kind of listen to. You don't need to listen to it very closely or actively. If you do, you could do some yawning. You don't really have to do any nodding. You know, a lot of podcasts I listen to, I do some nodding. You know, just like I was listening to them in person. Say, okay, keep going with that, Weiger. 
All right, Spoon Man. Right, that, yeah, oh, yeah. Bring interject there. That was good. Okay. I like that. Uh, like, I do that kind of nodding and like encouraging. You don't have to encourage me here. You uh, just kick back and listen. So, that's the one thing. It's a podcast you kind of only barely need to listen to. It's here to put you asleep, but you don't need to feel any pressure to fall asleep. Just like it's not even here to like actually directly put you to sleep. It's kind of like an indirect thing. I distract you with the idea that you can't really think about two things at once. I'll be moderate. I'll be moderately engaging, and then you fall asleep whenever you feel like it. I'll be here a whole hour at least, so. And tonight will be our episodic series, kind of like Encyclopedia Brown. And so I'll be here to keep you company. Even if you can't fall asleep, I'll, I'll be working, you know, to keep you company and be barely entertained. I'll be working hard, hard to keep you barely entertained. Sleep with me. And so if you're new, those are the two things. Structurally, here's the show. Top six minutes of the show are uh, the business side because it's a podcast to put people to sleep. So we got maybe like cross promo, uh, a couple sponsors, or, you know, we, we rely mostly on listener support and then the credits of who helped out on the show. So that's the first six minutes of the show. If you're new, it's not that important to listen. If you, if, if you've listened regularly, you know, we rely on you either listening or when you go to open the fridge tomorrow, your hand, as soon as your hand hits that fridge door, you're going to say, who is sponsoring sleep with me? I better check my pod, the show notes, uh, to see because I want to make sure I know Scoots picks awesome stuff. Uh, so if you're new, don't worry about that. Uh, then there's an intro, which we're into. It's 12 to 14 minutes. And the 12 to 14 minutes consist of kind of what I already explained. Uh, some senseless banter where I, it's for you, it might be senseless banter for me. Again, it's like uh, trying to start a lawnmower my, with my brain and saying, "Come on now, come on, let's like uh, let's bring this like like let's describe the podcast." And they say, then someone yells to me, "Don't did you pop the clutch?" And you say, or whatever, or the th- you know, I say, "I don't know what those things." Are. I thought you just pulled this thing. Oh, you got to pull that thing out. Uh, I thought they had modern lawnmowers now. And you say, "Did you push push the thing to put prime the engine?" And they say, my, I have an unprimable engine. I think that was printed at, like, it was, sometimes when I close my eyes, that's what I see on the inside of my eyelids. Unprimable engine, low on fuel. And they say, well, I just filled up. Uh, anyway, so, so I try to describe a metaphor about what the podcast is about for about 12 minutes. And some people brush their teeth during it. Some people, you know, bomb their toes, uh, make their beds, uh, arrange their pillows, some people fall asleep. Some people skip the intros. Whatever works for you. If you're new, give it a few tries. But that's the intro. Then we'll have about 40 to 45-minute uh, episodic series. And then some thank yous at the end of the show. And that's structurally the show. And the biggest decisions are, do you set a sleep timer uh, for 50 minutes or something? Or 55 minutes? Or do some people say, well, I just skipped the intro. So then you just look in the show notes see who the sponsors are, then you skip skip the intro and you say, okay, let me just go to bed now. Uh, but, you know, the, the structure show takes you on a little bit longer journey, uh, I guess, to get you ready for bed and then put you to sleep whenever you feel like it. 
I don't know. I guess that's the whole idea of it. Uh, it's a podcast that pushes you to take your mind off stuff. And the reason I came up with the show, I say this a lot, is because when I was a kid, it started my insomnia and sleep issues started with trouble at school. And then I couldn't sleep. And I'm an overthinker. And even though I've learned, you know, there's a lot of different things that are keeping people up at night, but it's not easy. And for anybody that can't sleep, whatever it is that's keeping you awake. And I've also learned from making this podcast that the world is full of way more good people than I was aware of. And all that I hear from all these good people that deserve a good night's sleep. And you say, geez, and, and, and you say, like, uh, so I hope this podcast can help. Uh, doesn't work for everybody. That's the only catch. Uh, clearly, I'm an acquired taste. I'm not a... <laughs> I'm not a Rhodes, unless there's a Randy Rhodes scholarship, I'm not a Rhodes scholar. Even that one, I don't, I can't play any instruments. So, like, uh, should I think of any other things other than, like, Rhodes? I mean, I guess I'm a scholar of Rhodes where we're going, we don't need any Rhodes. uh, But most people can quote that, so that's not anything. Rhodes, tonight on the podcast, as always, will be meandering down the back roads of my mind, which... uh, me, you know, we'll be turning and slowly going and we'll go back in time, forward in time. We'll be looped in time. Uh, so that's, that's the roads. We'll be, do, the road, you know, and then I'll be going and trying to stretch it out road-wise. Slow roads, you know, roads that are both, you know, misty and uh, winding. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh those roads are winding. And, oh, did I talk about that I used super, superfluous words uh, gratuitously? And so that's it. If you're new here, I, I'm glad you stopped by. Give the podcast two or three tries. Most reviewers, if, I mean, if you're coming at this podcast skeptically, bravo. I mean, I make this podcast, and I probably, like, I'm always skeptical. I say, uh, what is this guy's going to put me to sleep, huh? Well, kind of. Well, he's he's waffling. He doesn't even and say, yeah, no, no, I'll be here. I'm your boar friend. I'm your boar bay. I'm your boar bro, your boar cuz, your boar bud, you know, whatever. Boar sib, you know, you want to be like, uh, you know, whatever works for. I guess I am a boar I do have siblings. Uh, so if you're new, give it a few tries. As I said, if it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. You know, give it a two or three tries and you say, this isn't for me. Or maybe you've, you know, maybe you're not listening anymore. I mean, that's why it's another part of this long intro, in that it's a, it, it kind of like gives you gives you you know what you're getting into. That's part of like why the show's labeled explicit, even though there's not a ton of explicit language. And a part of this benefit of this long intro is clearly, if you've made it this far, I mean, I appreciate it. But you say, okay, this is not a run-of-the-mill podcast. This is like the most run-of-the-mill, non-run-of-the-mill podcast. And I would say thank you for the compliment. Uh, I don't know if that was my ego or my id. I was just stroking itself, but a good job uh, pretending it wasn't you. So that's it. If you're new here, uh, give it a couple tries. If you're a regular person, I'm so glad glad you're back. Good to see you again tonight. Uh, hopefully but this is going to be an interesting one, uh, this episode, but, uh, not so interesting. You need to listen if you're, you know, it's like an inside joke for regular listeners. 
So that's it. I'm glad you're here. And as I say every episode, I work very hard because I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of uh, Big Farm in the Sky, Private Eye, our episodic series about a person that was once earth, a person, a person named Simon, who was once earthbound human, who went to live in the big farm in the sky, the same big farm, you know, that when you had a pet and they said, well, where's, where's Fluffy? Well, we, we brought her to live on a farm. She lives on a farm now. And at the time you might not have known, but like, uh, it turns out like, according to my, uh, like who I who I talk to, according to my research, uh, there's this big farm. I guess it's easy to say big farm in the sky. Technically, it's some sort of stuff that our brains aren't capable of understanding, but it's within, beyond, and a part of, and across. I don't know a bunch of different words. The big in the sky. So it is technically it is one of those things. This big farm in the sky. With all those other commas in there, I don't know if they. I, I assume in the after, like uh, after existence, they they use the their practitioners the Oxford comma, but I can't make any guarantees. I mean, they may have an area for that. They say, okay, like uh, they they do like an intake, and they say, okay, uh, we're almost done here. One last question: Are you a practitioner of a- Oxford comma? And I guess they would need like. Also, I'm buying time for our announcer. That's why I'm rambling. Not that I don't ramble. They say, okay, like, yes, I am a practitioner. No. Uh, I don't know what provisionally means, but maybe. Or you say, I don't know know if I am or I'm not. I don't even know. Only time I see those Oxford comments are on dating profiles. And I say, well, in in mine, it means code for out of your league. That's what it means when I look at it. So so anyway, if this is your first episode of Big Farm uh, Private Eye, it's kind of like if you ever read any Nancy Drew or Encyclopedia Brown, Thea Stilton, maybe. I think I read, like, any uh, young it, it, uh, books of mystery or even grown-up books of mystery. I read some—I really enjoyed reading Agatha Christie. But, uh, like, so if you've ever read anything like this, this is a bit like that. Uh, it just takes place at the big farm. So our lead character is Simon, but he also is in contact with Earthbound, his Earthbound niece, G, uh, which could be either the big letter G or G-E-E for Georgina, and then our best friend, D.K., uh, Karen. And they're Earthbound. I think they're around 10 or 11 years old. They help Simon solve the cases that Simon gets in the big farm in the sky. So this is every every episode. There's a lot in this episode, so I think it's going to be a single episode, but I'm not positive. But it's episodic anyway, even if we most, you know, mostly. Uh, so, like, but I just said that just in case, like, uh, you know, I don't want to then get to finish and be like, oh, boy, couldn't get to the end. Uh, oh, here's our announcer. That's why I was rambling. Oh, hi, good, great. Oh, I thought, I thought you were gonna blame me for the gasoline. I thought you had an electric car. Oh, yeah. okay. Is the ladies? Is the gentlemen? Is the boys? Is the girls? The friends beyond the binary? East time. 
uh, to crack is this case with a big farm in the sky. P.I. Cracked. Holy moly. I, like, this is like, that was unbelievable, Antonio. This is like, like too bad it's like almost uh, in the end of the series, uh, the season. It's episodics, my friends. This is no beginning or end. Thanks. You really are. You're like, I think uh, I know somebody in Hollywood. Uh, oh, no. Uh, this is a non disclosure. Okay, anyway, it's Antonio Banderas. Uh, just been disclosed. Uh, Big Farm in the Sky PI. Uh, hey, everybody. This is Simon. Hey, Diane. It's Simon. I'm about to go in and see DG. Oh, I already knocked it. Hey, G. Hey, DK. It's me, Simon. I was just talking to uh, uh, my uh, transcriptionist, a future transcriptionist. Uh, so great news. We got a case, and I think it's going to give you to a case of the giggles really quick. Uh, so I'm just going to tell you up front uh, that sometimes things happen in the big farm in the sky that need, uh, you know, the people's privacy needs to be, you know, because some people on the big farm... You know whether they they have they start with a capital G or a lowercase G, uh, not U G. This is a, like they deserve some privacy, and it's not like a HIPA thing or whatever. But uh, it can't even tell you to the who were who 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 brought on this case. Can't even tell anybody, even even my transcriptionist, and open that and no nine in the cards. And I know you might saying it's a few, you know, one, it's like uh, it got stars in my eyes. No, that's not the case. Two, fear of smoting. That's not it either. This, uh, they just said, hey, please don't. I don't want anybody to know about this. It's a little bit like uh, embarrassing, which is not embarrassing. That's the only thing that, but it'll give you two of the giggles. And also, like, so... I'm just going to use a G-O-D, lowercase G-O-D word, because it could refer to any, any like, uh, that, that's a neutral word in my book, okay? Do we agree to that? So you're not going to infer. Okay, great. Uh, and this case does pass the test of, uh, is this, uh, like, the mystery of the God with the rumbling stomach? Or the the case of the God... With the rumbling tummy. I knew you'd giggle when I said, the, yeah, it's a god with a rumbling tummy. No, that's the case. That is the case. This guy, this god got, got a hold of me. Really hard to talk about uh, since I've seen them in their uh, their visual form for humans to see them. I'm avoiding talking about them. I think I could say they appeared in mammalian form. Which, so, this guy has a rumbling tummy. Okay, great question. Is the tummy aching? No. It's not a tummy ache. It's a rumbling tummy. You could say growling. Thank you, DK. It it is growling or rumbling. And it's, uh, okay, well, yeah, that's part of the reason we were hired is there is other effects. So, yeah, rumbling tummy means if this person, this G.O.D., is watching over a community, 
Yeah, there are like there are sonic waves coming out of this rumble that are causing some tumbling and stumbling in their kingdom. Yeah, this isn't directly in the big farm. It's in another section. And more in the God zone. I mean, they have like a like I can't say it, I can't I wouldn't be able to answer a question about Mount, Mount Olympus or anything like that uh, because of privacy issues. Uh, thank you. But uh, yeah, so the rumbling tummy's causing thing. It's causing trouble, and also it's not exactly causing other GODs to laugh at this. You know, it's a chronic issue of rumbling. At inopportune times, another great question. This this god is consuming, uh, like uh, yeah, food and beverage. But uh, well, that's one of the issues is because of their uh, like a spiritual being. I don't know what you what we we should call. Uh, but they don't really need food all the time. But they have uh, like uh, they have felt sluggish because. Uh, Okay, well, let's see. Like, uh, I'm just gonna like use the words because, it, like, I'm gonna use general words that aren't necessarily attributable uh, to the universe I was in. But uh, these gods consume a solid and a liquid. We we'll call them ambrosian nectar, and this god is still consuming those things. Okay, yeah. So that's what I have so far. Uh, what questions? Like, uh, so I, I figured I would come tell you to. Well, I can't tell you how I was hired. I could tell you that I'm, we were hired to help this, uh, the guy, the case of the rumbling, t- the guy with the rumbling tummy, the stomach rumbles, the tummy troubles. Well, to me, tummy trouble says tummy ache. This is more of a tummy rumble. You know, the aches are being caused by the rumbling affecting community, you know, like statues of, built of this god, uh, Getting tumbled down, and you know the the the, the kingdoms, and embarrassment. Like if gods go to parties or something, or make speeches, and then it gets picked up on the mic, a rumbling tummy. So things like that. Uh, so yeah, we're on, we're on the case. So we've here's here's the case we have. We got a god. It's in a mammalian form, a human human like form, much bigger. Yes, much bigger. I think I can say that. Uh, Okay, so what, what do you two think, uh, well, we need help. Okay, so I should, okay, that's always this case. Ask for help. Simon, ask for help. Okay, what was that, G? Uh, oh, the, the rumbling of the tummy is a call for help, you're saying. Okay, so I should ask around, around the tummy. What are you saying, G? G, DK, I'm sorry. The body can, the body is calling, uh, or help in asking for healing. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, I, I, I like uh, you heard that. Okay, well, that will say I take that. So I should listen. Well, I listen to the rumbling. Tell me, it's quite loud. Uh, also, the guide gave me a talisman so that the rumbling wouldn't bother me as much. This scarf, it's like a scarf, actually. Yeah, it's very comfortable. Well, I left it up there because I didn't want to bring it to Earth. Uh, well, this this god and I are getting along pretty good. It, it, like, the god's very observant, so I said, don't take the, the talisman because you'll probably leave it behind. And, and then, you like, that mucks up Earthbound stuff. That would be another case, the case of the missing talisman. 
So I should look, okay, how big is the god giant? Big enough for me to go inside the god. Yeah, what do you mean go inside? Like Jonah, like Pinocchio. Oh, like go inside the god's tummy and look around. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately I already thought about that. I think the tail, like, yeah, okay, I, yeah, the god is big enough for me to do that. Um, what should I be looking for if I can go inside the, you know, I'll have to ask for permission, of course. Two things, according, oh, you're discovering mythology in school. Oh, last year, okay, uh, rocks, okay, so I should look around for any rocks, or offspring, uh, demigods, heroes, okay, what else, uh, Titans, okay, I'm with you. Uh, rivals, okay, that makes it makes sense. Okay, rivals. Okay, superhumans. Okay, I get it. I get it. So look around and probably, and if not, ask for help. Okay, so just go in there, see if I see any rocks or rivals or titans. No, I remember some of this. I remember Zeus and uh, uh, Typhon or whatever. And, uh, okay, so, uh, okay, you two get a good night's sleep. And uh, how's, how's your summer break going? Good? Oh, great. Uh, you two, you, two uh, you, you look like you've grown a, a little uh, this summer so far. Uh, well, it's just an observation. I'm just being observant and... Uh, Okay, I'll, yeah, ask for help. I remember that part. Okay. All right, okay, hold on one second. Okay, hey, it's me again, Simon. I'm in I'm in the mouth of this god, G-O-D, you know, privacy uh, aside. And I have permission, and the guy's going to kind of swallow me. Again, I guess this is, you know, this isn't normal stuff that on Earth this wouldn't fly, but this is totally, the guy said, I don't got anything to worry about. And I have, I'm wearing this talisman scarf. Uh, also, this is one of these scarves that has like pockets for your hands in it, uh, which is cool uh, because I'm a little nervous. So I think my hands are cold just because I, so the guy said, just slide down. Well, here I go, and uh, it's a little, it's like a slide with bumps. I feel like a goonie. Uh, wait a second, somebody, okay, I'm still sliding by, but right when I was, I like went around something, and something said, hey, buddy, but well, okay, wait, here, oh, I'm into the stomach here, and it is empty. Uh, uh, what was Pinocchio? Geppetto, are you down here? Uh, what about, who was down, Jonah, Moses, anybody? Uh, uh, what's it, Jiminy Cricket, uh, Pinocchio, Monstro. A lot of echo down here. I don't think you could, my, my mic's not picking it up, but it's like an echo. It is empty down here, and I don't see any rocks, and I don't see anything. And I guess I should, uh, I'm going to climb back up and try to see what was that, uh, uh, let me just use this talisman. I can throw it up there. Oh, wait a second. I just climb up this thing here. Okay. So I'm climbing back up, uh, 
this is just just like being at a theme park, uh, like uh, nothing different about it at all. Okay, I'm about halfway back up this slide here, the stoop slide. So much fun. And it, like, okay, this is what I went around. It's some big uh, something stuck here. Oh, hey, buddy. Hey, uh, hey, I, I hear you calling, but I can't see anybody. I got to squeeze past this. Uh, like, I don't know if this must be a piece. Like, uh, hi. Oh, you seem to be. Yeah, I'm Simon. I'm investigating the case. I'm investigating this case of this rumbling tummy down below. It's empty. What are you? Oh, you're hu- the humor. Oh, a different kind. I know. Like, uh, oh, so you're like an oh God organ. Yeah. Okay. That's why you called me. So you called me. What is this thing? It's stuck here. I know what it's stuck here. It looks like it's uh, feathers. It's like a, instead of a hairball, this is like a feather. Is that what it is? You don't know. Cause, oh, you never left the body before, huh? I wish I had time to explore the whole world. So this is like a feather ball. This doesn't go here. I could tell you as an outsider, even what I know about gods, uh, this thing doesn't belong here. And what is it's glowing inside? It's really, it's, uh, uh, excuse me, humor. Uh, hey, can you hear me out there? It just, uh. Barely clear your throat. No, no, don't clear it. Yeah, okay, you can't hear me. Can you eat and drink something? I want to see uh, what happens. You, I, I found. Do, 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 you, do you have a natural occurrence of feathers? Uh, do you have a tickle in your, uh, a little bit? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, obviously I'm in here climbing around too. Okay, I'm watching, drinking. It's going right into this feather ball. It's being absorbed. It's glowing. Was that nectar? Okay. And this is ambrosia. Just like the ambrosia, like it looks uh, like, uh, yeah, like marshmallow or jello or something. It's getting absorbed right into this feather ball. It's like the feathers are, uh, okay, well, we got to get this feather ball out of here. It's absorbing all your uh, nectar and ambrosia. Hey, humor, do you, are you low on nectar ambrosia? Oh, that's why the rumbling tummy was the sign that you're low on that. Well, it got my attention, so I'm here to fix it. Yeah, just got to get this feather ball out. I guess uh, my options would be to, like, dislodge it and ride it out, which uh, would probably take a while, or I could roll it back up. Uh, okay, so I'm going to roll this feather ball back. Nice to meet you, humor. Is there anything? I was here to get some help. You seem to help me. You directed me right to this uh, feather ball. Okay, well, I'm just going to roll it out then. Yeah, okay, yeah, but you go ahead. Like, if you have to, let me know. Okay, well, we're already out of the guard. We got, uh, we got, uh, ejected. And now I'm covered in, it feels good. I feel like I have, like, they used to call it the high pro glow, and it was dog food, but I'm in a feather, uh, nectar ambrosia, which is very sticky. So I've got some feathers on me. It was, some of them are wiping off. My leg hair seems to be absorbing most of the sticky feathers. So that's it. Case closed. It was just a feather ball. From where?
Well, do you eat, I don't know, I don't know what gods do. Do you you eat feather-based foods? Because you probably shouldn't anymore. You don't eat feathers. Well, you're consuming feathers. Uh, It's clear to me, that that much is clear to me. Now, you don't know that you're consuming any feathers. Uh, Well, go ahead and eat. Let let me crack it. Let's solve this case after. Go ahead and eat. Let's get that tumbly, uh, tumbly unrumbly as they say in the rhyming business. Okay, so I I guess I, okay, you're feeling, okay, so I got to figure out where these feathers are coming from, huh? Okay, well, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, uh, Oh, what do you mean? The ambrosia and the nectar is delivered by uh, doves. Okay, well, there's there's our issue right there. So doves fly in the ambrosia. Okay, so I guess we just, like, where do you get ambrosia and nectar from? Where do the doves bring in? Oh, you get yours from a bespoke, handmade, handcrafted ambrosia and nectar operation. What does that come from, Oakland or Brooklyn? I'm just kidding. Hey. Oh. Okay, uh, so humans are made, post-humans are making it. It makes sense. It's cool. I mean, I'm sure it's a good business. Uh, and it sounds like I just got to head over there. And uh, um, can you point me in the right direction? Well, I just got to head over there. And they get, it sounds like they'll need to get some uh, hair nets, but feather nets, uh, like a hair net but with feathers. It sounds like an easy fix. Uh Case, case is closed for you, the rumbling tummy, but I guess I'm now in the rumbling tummy prevention business. Uh, I'm in the bespoke, uh, like uh, like mystery solving business. Okay, just get to the Ambrosia factory. Oh, Ambrosia, House of Ambrosia and Nectar. Oh, and Beard Bomb. Makes sense. That makes sense, too. Okay, well, uh, okay, so how do I get there? Well, I don't fly. Oh, well, I'm covered in feathers. Uh, yeah, that's hilarious, but it doesn't change. Oh, this talisman, it's what I do if I put my hands in there. Okay, and I could just follow those if I can catch up with those doves. Okay, they, like, uh, okay, wow, this is cool. Oh, okay, okay, I'm following those doves. Uh, it's kind of like swimming. I guess they just kick my feet or flap my uh, talisman. Come, Mr. Talisman, fly me after those tubs. Oh, boy, look at that place down there. That looks really nice. Yeah, I'm flying in here, and I'm landing on my regular feet, and I'm... Uh, oh, hey, how you doing? You know, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a bird... I guess I am a bird man right now. Are you the uh, proprietors of this uh, lovely, uh, like, uh, first-class operation? You're handcrafting ambrosia nectar here, huh? For the gods? For select gods with a higher taste. Oh, boy, I don't think you get any higher than that taste, do you? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm a former human. I'm Simon, actually. It sounds like you two are really following your bliss up here. And I'm here to help, believe it or not, and ask for help, both of them. Yeah, yeah well, I have a, I have a bespoke... Uh, mystery solving uh business uh, going down i live i used to live on the beach uh 
and also lemonade. But I just make lemonade to, to give me something to do while I'm waiting between cases and in case it finds me cases. Oh, okay, so you two run this. Look, it's great to meet you both. And um, so I'm here. On a, I'm actually on a mission, and it sounds like you got a great thing going. Just one issue. You see these feathers I'm covered in. It turns out some feathers are getting from your delivery doves, or somewhere in the process, uh, they're getting into the nectar or the ambrosia. I don't know which one. Yeah, the feathers are. This this is straight. Like I'm covered in th- th- these feathers that I'm covered in, and other ones are. Uh, they were. Have you heard? Of, did you hear the case of the rumbling tummy? You thought those were summer storms? Yeah, it, it's, it does sound like that at a distance, but no, that was a god who will remain nameless. Uh, no, that's not the god, not the nameless. No, 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 this isn't, no, no, privacy issue. Yeah, so they, uh, like, were using your product there. They could be one of your customers. Is it possible? Yes, don't be embarrassed. We're here to solve it. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. Just some feathers getting out, uh, at what stage of the production process? I don't know. I, I think it's easy. What you do is just uh, feather nets, just like air nets, like we had back on Earth. Huh? Problem solved. That's what I'm here to do. Oh, yeah. You know someone that hand knits thing. Yeah, they could hand knit it. And it's another level of uh, handcrafted bird nets. I guess it wouldn't be a bird net. It would be a feather net. It's not made of feathers, but to keep the feathers in. Yeah, I'm really glad. Do I want a tour of your facility? Oh, because you work in small batches. Yeah, I figured as much. Uh, are they copper kettles? Do you use copper kettles? That's what I've always said. Is there distillation going on? Oh, I'm sure there's parts of the process I can't see. And I cannot do any taste testing because I've had enough ambrosia and nectar today. Cool. Uh, yeah, this place looks great. I dig. Those are copper kettles. I've always... Uh, I always enjoy seeing those. Yeah, this is a really nice here. Very clean. You two are great. I'm glad I could be here to help uh, uh, with this bird net thing. And you really seem like you got a great system. That uh, like, uh, oh, you already put in an order for the bird nets too. Hand knitted feather nets. Uh, and you, you know what would be great uh, is if we. Uh, like, if I could get an idea how these uh, doves, sh- sh- were they pigeons or doves? Doves, uh, like how much they shed. Sure, let's go out to, the, okay, so, yeah, because you got to figure out when it's getting in your small batches. Okay, well, yeah, okay, so you're going to blow that whistle. Okay, so all the birds are coming here. Uh, these ones are ready to go. Hey, do you mind, you know, I'm a great, how you doing, uh, doves? Uh, my name's Simon. Um, yeah, no, I'm not. Pret- I'm not a birdman. I do look like a birdman. You just, I just wanted to pet you before you go out on the road. Uh, I'm an expert petter, according to my dog. I'm one of the greatest petters in the world. Yes, yeah, isn't that nice? I've never petted a dove before, especially one that's almost the same size as me. You're really you, your feathers are very sturdy. Like it don't seem like they're going to fall out at all. Uh. Yeah, you you seem very healthy. Why am I asking so many questions? Why are you asking questions about me asking questions? Uh, it's very questionable. 
No, I'm just kidding you. I'm just here to see. We're just upgrade. I'm just helping upgrade this uh, this business here. Upgraded how? Oh, keep. Uh, you don't don't you, you don't don't you worry. I'm here. How, like we're we're uh, curious about. Uh, uh, like, you know, if, if I pet you before you fly, will the nectar taste even better, the ambrosia? Yeah, just like, a, just part of the process, uh, value add, we're adding value, value adds, uh, yeah, let me pet your head, oh boy, those are some nice, uh, okay, you gotta get going. So they just load up with the, so that's already packaged, so the delivery birds, uh, and you don't have any birds working in your factory. But do they hang? Okay, see you later, doves. Yep. Uh, you don't have any birds in your factory, though. I was imagining that there was, a, like, I don't know why I thought that, that there'd be, like, uh, pigeons and doves, like, working the small batches. Uh, you know what I'm noticing is uh, there's the birds that I was petting uh, that just flew off. Uh, some of the feathers that are stuck to me are different than the, their feathers. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of them. They, they got that, uh, you know, the, the those dove feathers, whether they're the gray doves or the white doves or the the uh, midnight-colored doves. Uh, yeah, you see all those feathers. But look at these. Ones. That's kind of like a pigeon feather. See, that's iridescent. Do you have any pigeons working here? No. And I think this is a stellar jay feather here stuck to my foot. Um, it's weird. I guess if I would say, like, uh, what do you think? Uh, I guess maybe you should ask those your delivery birds for help. Uh, or just like something's not right because they were acting, they were asking a lot of questions. Well, I'll, I'll fix things. I, I actually have the ability to fly with this talisman, and I look like a bird. So, oh, you're gonna. Okay, yeah, stick a couple of those feathers there. Okay, hold on, you're going to get some ambrosia glue. Oh, you have leftover. Oh, ambrosia spillage is very sticky, huh? Great. Uh, okay, well, yeah, now I definitely look like a bird. Now I'm covered even, oh, you have, you're have. you going to rip open those pillows. Oh, boy. Yep, now I look like a bird man. Like a, okay, oh, boy. I look like the most... Uh, uh, you're laughing. I'm glad the two of you are laughing. Isn't your business now hanging in the... It could be not related to your business. You're right. Uh, okay, I'm going to follow those birds. Uh, okay, thanks. Nice to meet you both. Hopefully I'll solve this, crack this case. Uh, okay, I'm flying here, and I can. I, can, I picked up the pace. Uh, also, they point, I asked them for a... Hey, D DK, hey, G. You'll probably only be able to hear my voice. I can't come in there. I'm flying. Yeah. No, like, oh, you can see me? Yeah, you look like a bird, man. Is, are those feathers or is that my regular hair? Oh, thanks, DK. No, my hair's too thin. It must be feathers. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going undercover, I guess. Uh, it's a delivery bird. Yeah, so what happened is uh, it turned out there was a big, um, um, uh, instead of a hairball, it was a feather ball in the gods' throats. And then I trace, I asked for help inside. There was a humor organ or something that was uh, around to help inside the god. 
Then we said, uh, okay, where did these feathers come from? We traced the feathers back to the factory. Well, it was a handcrafted small batch purveyor. They said they're a purveyor of uh, ambrosian nectar. Or maybe they're an ambrosian nectar purveyor. I don't know. Yes, yeah, small batch. Uh, yes, handcrafted. Yes, bespoke. Yeah, it was, it pro- I don't know how the money works up here. You think they just do it for satisfaction? Uh, no, but so they uh, they have doves that deliver the nectar in the... Uh, yeah, so I thought the same thing. Hair nets, uh, but some of the feathers aren't dove feathers. And no, it, there aren't birds working in the rest of the factory or living there. It's very clean production. Yeah, so I'm following the delivery birds. Okay, they're swooping into a valley, a green, green valley. And yeah, I guess I'll ask for help or just, you know, deduce. I'll try to deduce. Okay, I can't see them, but I'm hearing music. Hey, can you hear me still? There's music. Can you hear that music? I think I'm hearing bird hooting. Can you hear that? No, not like an owl hooting, like hooting like like a party hoot. Like hooting. Like when you go off a diving board uh, and you splash someone you have a crush on, that, that kind of hooting. Yeah, somewhere in the valley, but I also see, oh, okay, that's why there's a, uh, a camouflage net. Uh, it just saw one of the doves fly through it. Uh, okay, I'm go- I got to co- talk to you later. I'm going to go undercover here. Okay, I'm flying through this hole in the net, and, oh, boy, yeah, it's covering a giant va- Holy cow. I'm in a valley, and... I, you know, I haven't come across any Dionysian type level things, but this is a bird. Uh, it got about. Uh, there's tons of birds. There's they're playing beach. There's some birds playing beach volleyball. There's birds uh, canoodling, and there's a dance party to one side. There's a pool where bird, and then at the center of all of it, holy mackerel. It's a 10-level ten, ten bird bass fountain. And I'm assuming that what's churning out of the fountain is a combination of ambrosia and nectar. And there's birds frolicking in it and doing more than frolicking as friends. Uh, and I'm trying to remember if I had any ambrosia or nectar. I did, but just so... Yeah, there's 10 different bird baths. Holy cow. Oh, hey, how you doing? Am I a member? No, I just flew in. Well, I heard about it. I heard about this. Uh, you know, I lived my life as a bird, a full life. And then I said, uh, what kind of bird am I? Bird brain. That's what they call me, bird brain. Yeah, this looks like a great party. Are you the, uh, am I on the guest list? Is that what you're going to ask me next? Oh, no, no, I've never been here. Tell me how it works. Oh, this is a commune. Looks like uh, the most upscale commune I've ever seen. Oh, well, workspace. Okay, so I just go back and I have to, so I have to go backstage. I put on this wristband. Always wristbands at these kind of things, huh? I talk a lot for a bird. I do. It's a good thing we have this uh, universal language here where, uh, Anyway, uh, no, that's just an inside joke with myself. 
Oh, so I just got to go back. Like, I go backstage. Okay, and the longest we can stay is two hours. If I work for four hours, I can stay in the front side for two hours. Okay, makes sense. And what what do we do in the back? Uh, Okay, I'm going back. Just follow that. Okay, behind there. Okay, this is interesting. Everybody here is moving a little bit. Uh, This is interesting. So you work and then you play. And what they're doing here is, uh, okay, I see the doves uh, from earlier. And they're taking, uh, they're unpackaging very carefully. They're unpackaging the, the sealed nectar and ambrosia. They're putting it into containers, and the containers are being brought to the party side. And then they're repackaging. Oh, yeah, where should I, do you have any hairnets? I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Okay, so we're repackaging this ambrosian nectar. How did I know what it's called? I don't know. So just get it. So I'm just going to strain it through here. Well, there's still some feathers in here. You just get the big feathers out. Okay, and I'll just strain it in here. Oh, okay, and then this machine just separates the uh, nectar from the ambrosia. Oh, and you're. Oh, I I wouldn't mind being a gelatin adder. So that that solidifies the re-solidifies the ambrosia. Yeah, you do ask a lot of questions. I, like I want to do my best job possible. That's why I ask so many questions. So we're gonna take the ambrosia from that. Uh, okay. Oh, you're watering it down too. Oh, it's from a, like a artisan well. Well, that's interesting. Uh, one way to water things down. What does it feel like when you're uh, dancing in that ambrosia birdbath, so that music? Feels like you're, well, I, I, it looks like, I mean, I saw people and, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's good. Uh, God, it, like, it, like those, like uh, your feathers look different than the people on that side's feathers. Definitely more vibrant. Uh, yeah, I guess like I just, yeah, I'm always, I'm asking, I look weird. Yeah, I'm like, uh. Yeah, like I got out of, uh, like, uh, when I was back earthbound, I was into some wild stuff. Uh, so, yeah, we're just going to repackage all this. Like, uh, and then you wait, send it back. Oh, yeah, it's, oh, excuse me. I got to do, like, I got to sneeze. Uh, it's me. So they're, re- they're putting it back in the doves, and the doves, I assume, are going out to deliver repackaged, watered down, feather laden ambrosia with others who, like, uh, do you boil this stuff? Oh, you do. Oh, good. Uh, that's good, at least. Uh, so then they're going to fit. Okay. Hey, I got another question before I get to work. Uh, yeah, I'll get. don't worry. I'm fast worker. You remember, like, because uh, I can't remember. I had heard about this place from my cousin. He said, you got to check this place out in the valley. You'll know, you won't regret it. He said, because I didn't, like, when I was alive, I was kind of like, uh, more, you know, I never went to parties like this, uh, bird parties or any parties, so to be honest. And so but my cut, I was always like, how did this all start? You know, like who? Oh, I haven't, no, I haven't bowed to the watchers before. Okay, so look up there. Oh, this is what I do after I'm done with work? Okay, but you could show me because I asked so many questions. That's great. Yeah. So I look up where, oh, that's like a, 
That's that giant platform out there. Oh, where the like uh, reflections are coming from. Those are the watchers, and they. Okay, so this is like your belief system, huh? Don't worry about it. like it. Just okay. So I bow to the watchers. Oh, but they're mostly watching the party, huh? Oh, we're more camouflaged from the watchers. Oh, yeah, because they're under the net. They're high up, but they're under the net, huh? Okay, I'm going to get right to work after. Uh, I'd like to go, uh, I'd like to just give my greetings right close up to the watch. Excuse me. What am I doing? Uh, go, like, uh, I think, it, hey, it's me, so I'm flying again. Birds, the birds are pointing at me. And I'm pretty sure there's like a uh, bird blind up here, bird watchers. Yep, oh, I stumbled in here. Sorry. Birds aren't welcome here. Well, I'm not a bird. I'm only, I'm part bird. I'm bird brain. What am I doing? I'm a human, correct. I, well, former human, you know, just like all, are you bird watchers? You are. And, uh, okay, can you call off those birds? Tell me, okay, uh. Oh, they can't, they won't, they, okay, so we're camouflaged from the birds. Um, yeah, so is this some sort of, uh, I'm interrupting your bird watching. Yeah, this seems like a bird watcher's dream come true. Tell, look at all those vibrant colors down there, birds, and all of uh, these different, yeah, you could look, this is like every species of bird ever, and they're, part, they're all having fun in the bird baths and the bird games. So this makes sense. So you're all bird watchers, and you kind of came up with this idea to make an exclusive exclusive place for birds, huh? Oh, you kind of train the birds through legend. Oh, so this is like a whole microcosm. So the whole belief system, that's what keeps the commune operating. That makes sense. Uh, so there's only one wrinkle in all this, uh, is you know again like I'm a private eye by the way okay no not everybody jump at once uh, and I don't know what in the name of the Audubon Society you're thinking in Earth this kind of futzing around would probably not be good now up here I'm sure uh, that uh, but you could do like uh, you you know I've run into a lot of people following their bliss today. But I don't know if it's okay for a bird, for you to follow your bliss by letting a bird follow its bliss. Uh, and you know what I mean. Inside of ambrosia uh, that was handcrafted in a bespoke manner by a proprietor of small batch ambrosia that was destined for a get. You know, you're, uh, you can't switch out of the ambrosia. It's not yours to switch. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, okay, okay, let's calm down here. I'm here to help. Uh, I mean, Simon, big farm private eye. I'm not here to uh, throw the book at you because I wouldn't know which uh, Peterson's guide to throw at you anyway because you'd need them all up here. I mean, I, I could, or how many people are Cornell ornithologists? Okay, great. Uh, yeah, those are, that's, that's the end of my bird-based jokes. Uh, so... Here's we got to fix this because uh, there was like, uh, you know, there was a guy that was waiting on that consumes this uh, high end small batch ambrosia and nectar. Yeah. And uh, there's you can't just do. Well, they're just gods. Well, that's what everybody says. Uh, 
It really feels like an earthbound attitude. The God purchased the ambrosia or whatever. They have an arrangement. And the purveyors of the ambrosia, they want their ambrosia. You know, they're following their bliss. Uh, yeah, so I got a solution. I got an idea. Now, you got to cease this operation, but I, I think I could come up with, I think I have an idea. Don't worry. Like, you see how I'm covered in feathers? Uh, this is the easy one, the easy solution. You got an artisan well down there, so you create an artisan well bird bath. And now, that like it, it'll take take a little while for people to get used to that. And then, see, the reason I'm covered in most of these feathers is because I was using the ambrosia and nectar spillage, which is kind of the situation you have here. You were taking, you were creating spillage and sending it off, or spoilage and sending it off to this uh, my client. So all we need to do is, uh, like, uh, get, get, go back to the small. Like, I can get the. How about some suet? Isn't that when you take a, like something and you you take bird seed and you glue, glue it all together with something sticky, like peanut butter? What if we have an ambrosia nectar? Suet. Uh, we use this spillage from the ambrosia and the nectar. Yeah, I know Ithaca's gorgeous. Uh, that's what, like, uh, so are my ideas. You're right. You're right, sir. Yeah, I've, I've been there. I've been there a couple of times. It is. Uh, but let me get to my point. Like, uh, enough pandering. Uh, it's like, uh, to all of it, all the schools there. I mean, what are you going to do, run the mountain goat? I don't even know if that's where it is. Uh, I could just start naming towns in the area. Holy Utica, Seneca, like, anyway, let's get to the point. We need uh, to, so I'll just go back to my friends and I'll arrange, uh, oh, no, they love this kind of stuff. They'll love that idea. It's, uh, then it's creating a whole circle or whatever. What do I mean? Well, then they're not wasting this ambrosia spillage. Yeah, so that's it. We'll have, instead of, uh, now the birds might be a little disappointed. Well, that's an idea. You could create suet uh, bird bath bombs, ambrosia, nectar, spillage. So you could do whatever you wish. Why don't I just, yeah, why don't you get, climb on my back and I'll fly you. Maybe you shouldn't, yeah, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, I'll just get you in touch. It's, uh... The, I think it's one of the, there's probably more than one purveyor of this stuff too. So you might've been limiting your, yeah, so you're going to have plenty of birds to look at. Don't worry. But you don't want, you know, you can't take stuff from, you can't rumble, create a rumble in a God's tummy because you want to watch some birds. It's just, uh, makes sense. What you did made sense. It's okay. Yeah, that's my job. So that's it. Problem solved. I got to go take a bath. So do you have, is there a hose down there? There is. Uh, I'd love to take a bath in artisan well water. Okay, yeah, just do it out of the sight of the birds. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, I'll leave my pants on. Don't worry. I don't have any pants on. I'm covered in feathers, by the way, but uh, I'll get some pants. No, I'm kidding. That was a joke. Uh, I think I have, I don't even know what I have on under these feathers. I already forgot. Do you know I was inside of a god's belly today? Okay, so they, they said your, your problem solved. Uh, hey, transcriptionist, uh, DK, get this message to DK and G. The case of the god 
with the rumble in the tummy is cracked. We cracked the case and multiple other ones that could have cropped up. Uh, the case in Ambrosia birdbath. And that's it. Uh, so I'll talk to you. Good night.